0: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to WeaverCast. WeaverCast is a weekly podcast where we review some great tips and tricks for Rapid Weaver and web design. I am Joe Workman, your host. I am an independent uh, Mac and web developer based in the San Francisco Bay Area. This is show number 18, and today is February 10th, 2014. WeaverCast is never longer than 15 minutes, so let's get started. So today... Uh, I'm a little bit late again oh surprise uh, but my power was out all day today kind of sucked. Um, so um, I'm here at night in my uh, office I uh, had to set up some spotlights because lighting wasn't too great so um, anyway so we got, I got something really exciting today. I'm really excited about this. So I've been testing stacks 2.5 for months, months and um, I finally you know it finally gets unveiled to everybody tomorrow. Okay, so I'm recording this on Monday. It gets released Tuesday. I'm really excited because it has some really, really great features for users and us developers as well. For us developers, it allows us to really do some great stuff for you guys. Um, so we're going to go over, I'm actually going to do a two-part series. Uh, in this podcast, I'm going to go over a few features. And then uh, in the next podcast, I'm going to go over another set of features. So what was what is 2.5? Uh, it, it's a great... Uh, update. It has some really minor UI tweaks, but some nice cleanliness of the UI. Um, And then it has some great features such as locking stacks, viewing stacks, um, hiding stacks. Um, It has global content. (gasps) How awesome is that? That's really, really, really cool. Global content is uh, pretty stoked about that. Um, It's not like my global content stack. Um, It's a little bit different. We'll go over that. And then Next is is user stacks. Now that is like really, really cool. We're going to be going over user stacks in the next podcast, but you're going to want to watch that one. It's going to be super cool. So um, I know we're short on time. So uh, let's jump into some of the features. Okay. So here's stacks 2.5. Now we see the UI really hasn't changed all that much. We still have, you know, our content in the middle, our settings and so on and so forth. But if you notice, the linen background is is now gone. It has a nice gray gradient. Um, some other general styles, I, I believe these um, that outlines around the stacks have been, um, you know, just tweaked a little bit, so they're a little bit nicer, a little bit sharper, and things of that nature, especially for Retina displays. Now, uh, another minor thing that you'll notice is moving stacks around the page has become a little bit nicer. So if I notice as I move this text stack up. We have a nice blue um, kind of you know shade where that stack is going to go. So, and as you notice, the the stacks will bounce around the page as I move them. So let me go ahead and do that again. As we see, as I'm moving this around the page, um, you know stacks are moving, and you have a much better sense of where the stack is actually getting moved to. Um, this is a minor feature, but I think it's really really great because. You know, we're always moving stacks around the page and this makes it much nicer to see exactly uh, where your stack is going to be positioned on the page. So what's next? Um, As we highlight, we'll notice that there is uh, a few new uh, uh, buttons up here in the toolbar. Uh, The first one is a uh, show hide. So you can actually hide a stack. So if you notice here, I clicked that. So I have my footnotes uh, stack, which is a new stack that I released for stacks 2.5. Okay. Make sure you check that out. It's really cool. Um, And actually what's a great thing about this is footnotes is a perfect candidate for this. Once you set up your footnote stack, um, you're probably not going to want to see it again. You're not going to want to have to look at it edit mode once you set it up. So you're fine with hiding it because it's not a stack that actually shows on your web page at all. Um, you know, it's, it's an effect. Okay. So a lot of times, if you, if you're done setting up your footnote stack, you're just going to simply hide it. So boom, by clicking that, I still see that I have my footnote stack on the page, but all of its contents is hidden. And if I ever want to see it again, you just simply click on the eyeball button again and your contents is back. So. Really cool feature for hiding content. This would be great maybe for light boxes and things that actually don't show within uh, you know, edit mode, or maybe you have a, a cycler stack or some sort of slideshow that has a lot of images and it takes up a lot of space in edit mode. This would be a great way of actually hiding that content. Okay. So the next button is a lock button. Now this is really cool. Now let's say you work really hard on styling a particular stack and you don't wanna accidentally, you know, jump any settings, bump any settings, delete some content, move content around by accident, right? So what we're gonna do is I've worked really hard on this footnote stack and I wanna lock it, okay? So let's go ahead and click that lock button, lock, boom. So what we see here is it's now turned red. So we know that red is an indicator that this stack is now locked, okay? Now what we'll also notice is all of the edit content that we had. Okay. We can't edit it anymore, right? I can't double click on this text and edit it. I can't add new images. If you'll notice all of the settings also in the right pane are grayed out. I can't change a thing. This stack is locked. Okay. Now you can still move it around the page. Um, so there is that it just locks the content and the settings. Now the last feature we're going to go over today is global content. Now hold on to your seats because this is really cool. Okay, so here I have a text area. Now a lot of times we have text that we want to replicate upon you know multiple places on our website, multiple web pages. Maybe it's a header, maybe it's some footer text, maybe it's um, you know a list of links. Um, you know it could be a lot of different data, right? And this is a really great way of making that so you can have that global throughout your site. So what you'll notice over here on the right pane when we're in text editing mode is we have a new settings group called global. And what this allows us to do is we can check global content and then we can assign this particular global content a name. And we're just gonna give it the name of test one So now whenever I use global content and the give it the content name test one, the content that I added inside here will will also be reflected inside that text box. Let's see it in action. So here I have another page and I have a text box here. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to double click here and I'm going to say, I want my content name to be test one. And we're going to say global content. So we, we set the global content to test one and boom, we now have the same exact content that we added in page one. Okay. Now, another thing I should note is with global content, you'll notice that the outline is green. Whenever you see content that has an outline of green, that means that content is global. So again, Uh, we've seen a couple different colors here. We have blue is kind of the normal. Okay. Uh, you know, the normal selected stack gray is an unselected stack green means global content and we saw earlier red means locked, right? So as a test, let's go ahead and add some content here. I'm going to say, I'm going to add testing one, two, three, and let's go ahead and make it bold. Okay. So I've now changed my text. Now, if I go back to my original page, we should see this text be changed because I changed the global content and it should also be changed on the other page. Let's go ahead and look. So I went back to our first page and you'll notice that testing one, two, three, he is here and it is also bold. Now, one thing I want to point out here is that if you notice, I made it bold and that actually carried over as well the formatting that you actually change inside this formatting bar will be applied to your global content. However, uh, currently if you uh, were to add these HTML text formatting options, these currently do not get assigned to your global content. Okay. So if I were to assign, uh, change, the letter spacing to something or the line spacing or the font weight within these CSS properties, those will not get applied to my global content, but everything in the toolbar does. So I can center my content. um, I can make it, you know, align, right. I can add bullets. I can, you know, add links. All of that works properly. However, again, the, the properties over here in the HTML formatting will not. Now, I also want to note that these global content are not just within the text and HTML stack. Wherever you see these boxes throughout any stack, they can be used. For example, here's just a few examples here. I have a left floating image stack that contains a text area that can be assigned a global content region, a button, because the button you can double click and change the button text that too can be assigned a global content region. My letterpress stack, Again, you can, can ch- you can change the text, you can add that to a global content region as well. So any stack that contains a text or HTML box can be assigned a global content name. That's really powerful. And you can leverage these global contents across different stacks and whatnot. So it really is um, a great flexible solution uh, that can be used in all type, types of situations. So that was really exciting. Right. I mean, we saw some what looked like kind of simple solutions, but, um, you know, those are really going to solve some great things for us. Uh, The global content is really going to save us some time uh, with, you know, trying to copy data throughout our pages. Right. Add it once in one location, you know, assign it an ID, change it to other pages and bam, you're done. Right. In the future, if you ever need to modify a footer or a header or, you know, some common lists of data, just simply modify it once, publish your site and you're done. I mean, this is going to save us lots and lots of time. Um, You know, user mistakes with locking your stacks and hiding things, um, it's just going to make, you know, using stacks just a little bit more enjoyable. Um, I know sometimes my edit mode, even myself, gets really, really big with a lot of data. Um, so sometimes, you know, hiding some of that stuff that we don't necessarily need to see because a lot of it can be hidden, uh, when we load our page, such as light boxes and galleries and whatnot, right? Hide that data once you're done with it, lock it and hide it. Um, then you don't need to worry about it, right? Um, It's not going to show up. Um, and it just makes editing the page a little bit easier uh, on you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, let me know. I'm on the various internets at Joe Workman on Twitter and App.net. Uh, you can always email us at support at JoeWorkman.net. And uh, please check out my products, uh, JoeWorkman.net/slash/RapWeaver. I have a lot of great RapWeaver add-ons, and um, they allow me to do these great free podcasts for you. So go and um, go and pick up yourself a couple stacks. And uh, thank you very much, everybody. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, again. Wait for the next podcast. We're going to go over the user stack feature. That is really cool. I will show you exactly how I implement that and how I use it um, in my everyday life already. It's awesome. Okay. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye.